All right. Time to go live. Need to fix that. This? Yeah. We can't both get in here. Yeah, because we have to do it vertically, though. Why? With Instagram, you can't turn it sideways. Yeah, you can. You can go sideways. Facebook, yeah, that's fine. I'm pretty sure you can go sideways. Is there video going or audio going into this or no? Yeah, just with the boom mic right there. What up? What's up, peoples? Jenny, you're probably going to go. Do you have a phone that you're using, or you're going to have to use this for so she can read the questions if there is any? Uh, Kyo, you can't see him. I can, but I have to be on the whole time. My battery probably won't. Okay. I need that. Um... Oh, you can plug that in. <clears throat> oh, I guess you could do that too. Check, check, one, two, check, check, one, two, three, four. Testing Brody's phone. Check, check, one, two, three, four. Check, 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 check. Got so many beers, I got so many. There's beer everywhere. down the fridge. Well, I'm, be the 17. <laughs> no, I'm sipping on Mo can't drink it. Mo Mo you can't he, so, if Mo smells a 17 he's gonna pass out. So we have Brandon Martell with us of the Buckhorn podcast and friend of the show. Uh been with us since the beginning. So very beginning. Um you all know how Before I have a very low tolerance for beer. <laughs> and anytime I go over eight percent I mean your nickname is Snorts and Giggles. Yeah the Snorts and Giggles you know, kick up exponentially. So Brandon decided he was going to bring a 17 percenter. I'll uh, tell you straight up. I'm smelling, just smelling it. You get a nice little buzz. Y- yeah. Mo would be drunk if he smells it. 
You know, I'm not a porter stout fan. This ain't bad. It's definitely a sipper. It's not a um, not a not a chugger. <laughs> it's a brandy. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a stifter. It's definitely you chug this and you're in deep deep trouble. We got so many uh, beers though. Yeah. We got um, Jenna got Mo and I a Christmas present. Mad Elf. Yeah. Mad Elf. Another one Mo can. This is 11. percent So Mo. Man. Yeah. You're. Um, <laughs> Uber's gonna make some money tonight, man. <laughs> and then we got uh, platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, holiday do- holiday donut cookie, so it's like a cookie donut. Jenna said she only bought it because she would eat it. Oh, and then Brandon, of course, brought yep. more. We got so, a brew dog, brew dog Elvis juice. This ain't Elvis, is it? Or no, no. sorry, yeah. chocolate choco libre. <laughs> and then the we got this special beer from special people that we can't name, but it's from the Swiss Alps, I believe. Mm-hmm. The Alps. I believe. The Alps of Switzerland. And it is um, brewed in a monastery. Mm-hmm. It looks like they started brewing beer in 1609. So it's around when Mo was born. Yeah. And uh, it was so. a leap year. <laughs> and we got that in our cups right now, getting nice and warm because, you know, Germans, they don't drink cold beer. They drink beer room temperature. Oh. Will you, um, can you do me a favor? Could you go turn the heater off in the... Which, uh, um, because that furnace keeps kicking on. I don't have to edit that out like I usually do. No. <laughs> and Mo, you got a sweet uh, freaking zip up. Where's mine? Oh, yeah. Oh. They, didn't, they didn't have any for you. No, they didn't have your size. That's, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I went to somewhere in particular this weekend and got a hoodie from them. They gave me a little tour. Mm. It was pretty cool. And um, I actually talked to the manager. Yeah. And I told him about our show. Yeah. Then we drink a lot of their beer. And I was like, I don't know. And I just sort of threw it. I was like, and you know, we were really, really interested in doing a remote out here one day because we have some athletes that we'd like to talk to that live in Columbus. He's like, all right, dude, here's my email. Shoot it to me. He's like, now it's on you. Yeah. So, so uh, this is the first time I've heard this. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> As always, I'm the last to find out stuff well, like this. Well, Mel was the only one that knew besides you. So I kind of wanted to give you an early Christmas present. So but you weren't going to, I had to bring it up. Well, I was going to tell you at some yeah, point. Whatever. Man. I was going to bring it up later in the show, but you, so you ruined it for me essentially. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not only do you keep information from me, now you're telling me I ruined what you gave me. No, that's pretty cool because, you know, when I went, the freaking, the the lady looked at me like oh, I yeah. was stupid. It totally, I, like, pooped on your parade. Oh, yeah, I was so excited. Like, like I don't know, Christmas morning excited. Like, it was that good. Like, I, I couldn't believe I finally made it. Yeah. Uh, Somewhere in particular in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, they used to open a couple months ago, yeah. so. Right in uh, Janetti's backyard, he's always been bitching about not being able to be able get, to get beer. the beer out there. Well, yeah. Now he can get even stuff that we can't get. So yeah. they, uh, the one I had was a kind of a remake of, uh, was it the the coconut one? So oh, yeah. it's pretty yeah, good. That's your, that's that's, your that's favorite, my favorite. Yeah. yeah, I actually crushed one last night. If you guys follow me on social media, I was sitting in the tub drinking Paul one Asian. of those. Yeah, I'm Paul Panesian. <laughs> All right, so we got a show to record. Um, for those of you that are on Instagram. Uh, it will cut off after an hour, but uh, our lovely, awesome, what photographer, social media uh, pimpstress Jenna is going to make sure that that feed gets kicked back out. So, there you can also switch to Facebook as well. Yeah. So and, if it doesn't work and it fails, it's her fault. <laughs> but please send those questions, uh, and we'll get to those in the second part of the show. Jenna is reading. Uh, she's taking the questions. If you post them, yeah, and she'll write them down on a piece of paper that she doesn't have. And then she'll ask him at the end of the show. So, yeah, please keep those questions going. What happened? That was the um, furnace went off. 
all new. It's shit. not trying to average. The mic's not averaging out all the sounds. So I thought you cut my mic off. <laughs> no, it's no, under the no. Way. <laughs> All right, ready to do this? As always. All right. And we can't forget Lavana. Yeah, yes, Lavana. Yeah. She, she would have killed us we didn't mention. We didn't mention everybody but she, her. She would have slashed our tires on our way out. Yeah. Yeah. It's pr- pretty simple, yeah. All right. Ready? Wait, we're gonna, we don't have to edit this. Oh, we, oh yeah, it's going to be live, yeah. <laughs> So Mo just did. I had someone asking. I had someone ask like, "Why is Mo always clicking his fingers in the YouTube?" I'm like, "Well, that's how we know when like when one of us messes up, he can click it. He can go back and listen for the click, stop, take that out, and yeah. then and I can see up. it when I'm editing. And then we wave for the video because um, when you're kind of streaming through, it's always nice to see an arm in, in case you do miss it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you're not you're actually listing, and, and sometimes looking, I still miss yeah. it. <laughs> so. All right. Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Mo Dingo, and with me with a empty can of German beer, because it's in the Red Solo Cup. What's it is, say? Is, oh, it's something in German. Mythos Baron Kolsterhell? <laughs> Ed Toller? It's at 17% kicking in. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Team Maham, if I can't pronounce that. But beside me with that cup of German stuff. Is Bromania. What's up, man? Bro, what? Bromania. Oh, like WrestleMania? Yeah. Because I'm crazy? No, because you're like, you know, you're, you're into wrestling, aren't you? Yeah. Isn't everybody from the Midwest into wrestling? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, baby. <laughs> Macho Man. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, snap it to a Slim Jim. Yeah, uh, we went to a place this weekend in Columbus, and all it was was um, they had old school video games, and all the drinks were named after uh, 80s figures. And one of them was... Uh, it was a Macho Man Savage, and it came with a Slim Jim in the drink. Mm. Wasn't touching it. Yeah. I don't like Slim Jims in general. Because like, it's not real meat, is it? <laughs> no, it's, it's basically probably um, whatever Taco Bell has left over, <laughs> they make Slim Jims out of. They wrap it in some sort yeah. of uh, coating. <laughs> <laughs> what, Slim, Slim Jims? Jims? Yeah. Really? Even My a better reason why not to eat them. Yeah. Yeah. Taco Bell's. So you heard it straight from the horse's mouth. Uh, Brandon Martell of the uh, Buckhorn Podcast said that Taco Bell is the most healthiest fast food, according to Delish. That, you think? Yeah, you would think. I think that, that some, I think Taco sauce, Bell though, paid them a lot of money for that. That's probably also that. true. Hey, Taco Bell's my favorite. <laughs> so, in case you, you you can't tell, we have some folks in the audience today. We have our social media director, Jenna. Damn. We have the creator, host of the Buckhorn Podcast, Brandon Martell, and the number one stunner here at, at CrossFit Excess, Lavana LH, what's your, what's your Instagram? Yeah, LH Disco Superfly. Follow her on Instagram. So basically that, um, the, it describes Lavana in like one sentence, <laughs> what she is. <laughs> So we decided to do this episode live, and also we want to say thanks to the good folks at 7-5 Clothing, bringing, making badass gear for your badass ventures. What? Oh, they're watching? What's oh, up? hey, what's, what's up? up? Is it Wally? Yeah. What's up, Wally? We really appreciate it, man. And 7-5. <clears throat> Rocking you, baby. All yeah, day, yeah. every day. <laughs> Zoom in on that shit. <laughs> and Brandon's rocking his as well. Yep. So he's definitely getting those gains as he's uh, drinking his delicious beers over there. 
That's um, seven five. My underwear is seven five. <laughs> yeah, well, are you gonna start making seven five draws, man? You did. It's prototypes. Oh, for, oh it's you bro- got prototypes? Prototypes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, come on, man. You need to make some for full-figured dudes like me. Come I don't on. know, man. He 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 uh, messaged me, asked if I try out the new male thongs, and I'm not really digging it. Yeah. Like when you squat, it's just very uncomfortable. Nirvana, <laughs> uh, we got this. Yeah. So we did add a couple more countries that we want to mention on the show because, of course, we've dominated the U.S. So we have all 50 states, including Puerto Rico. You know, the U.S. We've dominated yeah. for a long time. So, so uh, just in the past two weeks, we've added Vietnam, Finland, Denmark, Vietnam. yeah, um, Belgium, India, and yesterday we added South Africa. What the hell's going on? Why are these people even listening to us? To I don't know. That's they, well, they, they heard that you know we got some useful information that can help. Or any we're community. the number one CrossFit podcast. Well, yeah, it's one of the two. Rich Froning, your your show sucks. Yeah. Actually, we've had people message. I had people message me from listen to ours, and they said, "Thank God you called out Rich Froning because this podcast <laughs> is stupid." Literally, like maybe I should tag him. <laughs> number one fitness in the world, but not number one podcaster. So, want to amrap your podcast, Rich? So, with this being the last show of 2018, we wanted to uh, try a little something different. <laughs> We're still on that. Actually, I had, to have, I had to have a meeting with Mo and Jenna because I was convinced the show was ending. My, my agent wasn't here, but it's the last show of 2018, so we want to do something special. Uh, just a reminder, we will not have shows on Christmas and New Year's, but we will be back on, I believe it's the 8th of January. And uh, we're actually working hard to put together a best of 2018 show. We're going to give you guys some of our best moments. We've talked to some of our uh, listeners and viewers about what they felt their best moments were. And we're going to put together a nice show for you guys for that. So if you do like to have some input in there, go ahead and hit us up. I ain't going to lie, Mo. I haven't started my portion yet. You haven't started your homework yet? I'm behind. It's all right. Taking me back to high school, like, wait until the last (laughs) minute to get stuff done. And then, and then of course, uh, for those of you, uh, obviously, uh, there's no episode being released today. But I will edit this as fast as I can, get this up onto Podbean, so that way I'll push it out to all the different platforms that you guys are normally used to listening to. Ain't got to edit it, man. I still got to upload it, though. Yeah. Edit. That's Take it home and upload it. <laughs> just uh, just be, make this raw. Yeah. What, what's up? <laughs> All right. So today's episode. What episode number is this? This is 53. 53, man. The live how many, episode. T- how many weeks in a year? 52. So that, that's, how, that's how awesome we are. We, we did more shows than there are weeks. That's how we roll, man. That's how we roll. Not only dominate the U.S. We dominate math. <laughs> <laughs> So this was a conversation that we've kind of had on and off. And I know you as a coach and owner that when we, people sometimes get fixated on things or whatever, and we talk about accessory equipment like wraps and such like that. But the one we want to talk about just today briefly was belts specifically. And, you know. Well, someone brought this up. Yeah. So. I think it was Jenna, right? No, I think it was a question. I think Meg. What kind of gear do you what kind of gear do you have in your bag? She's never been on the mic, so she don't know she's scared of it. You have to get closer to her. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we had a camera for this side. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Anyways. Scoot back, dummy. (laughs) Dude, you're about to break your neck to I'm actually really abused. (laughs) And this is my cry for help. (laughs) No, somebody had mentioned It's not recording. (laughs) <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I can't. <hear. laughs> Somebody mentioned about like what 
kind of stuff do you keep in your bag and like what's necessary i think hold on let me find let me just find it yeah someone asked us what's in your bag i think it was meg meg did that a while ago um Meg's all sorts of questions. Yeah, but then she, uh, but particularly she asked about belts. Yeah, what and, gear is necessary? Yeah, what gear is necessary? Well, I mean, obviously, probably knee wraps, knee That's sleeves. A great question, actually. Mm. Yeah, really shoes. I don't know. There's a huge debate. I mean, yeah, with the belt thing, but we want to talk about that specifically because we started going back and forth. So we kind of wanted to just cover that today before we get to your questions. So belts. What's, what about them? Besides holding up your pants, what are they good for? They don't hold up your pants, Mike. <laughs> No, I love it. Um, <clears throat> people come in and they just start CrossFit and like they got the CrossFit bug and they you know, come in first first day out of the training course. They got the Nano 8s. They mm-hmm. got the, um, the $150 lifters. They got the Rogue wrist wraps. They got a, a bedazzled belt. <laughs> uh, they got the knee wraps. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got all sorts of stuff. The underwear from Seven Five Clothing. <laughs> Check them out. But they have all this gear, and they come in, and um, you know, I'm, when we first have our training course, uh, we'll talk first day. We'll talk about you know, common questions like, "Is there anything I should buy? Do I what do I need?" And I would say the most needed thing when you first start are, in my opinion, is is wrist wraps for our gym because we have a barbell in our hand every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, some people need that extra support. It will save some injury for especially men who don't have a front rack. Yeah, and the, the wrist mobility too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, that's what I usually say. Shoes, we can always wait. But, you know, it's a big investment. You're already starting something that costs a lot of money, mm-hmm. CrossFit. And then, you know, you, have, you pay for your training course. And then now you add another $400 in, in, kit. in gear. Yeah. But you don't even need all of that. Wrist straps are important. Running shoes, when people squat in them, you know, it's, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to have it. What you have to have, wrist wraps is number one. But they bring all this gear in. I love it because they're, like, all jacked up. And, I, you know, I love that part of CrossFit. It, you get that, the, that, you that see, newbie You're bug. excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. so excited. You got, like, you know, we had um, Francisco and Eduardo who came oh, in. Oh, the guys from Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, yeah. So, Francisco, it was his first time doing CrossFit, mm-hmm. and it was in the CrossFit Open. So, oh, yeah. I, I totally forgot about that. And he was intimidated. They were here for almost a month. They stayed here for a month, worked out here for a month. And um, so he didn't do the first open workout. He's seen everybody else, like, laying down on the ground, dying. And he's like, I don't, do I want to I don't be look as fit this? as them, and they're not <laughs> doing well. But he ended up doing the second one, and he actually went and signed up for CrossFit. He signed up online back in Mexico for a gym. For a gym. Nice. And then he ordered all this stuff from, he, he had, the, oh. yeah, he came in, um, <laughs> Eduardo was telling me he had like, you know, he had his, he bought his nanos, he bought mm-hmm. his, he had his t-shirts, yeah. he had all this gear that was waiting for him when he got back. Nice. So he's so excited. I love that part of CrossFit. But what do you actually need? Mm-hmm. I see people come in with belts and they are like, do you even know how to use a belt? And that was one of the first things I want to talk about yeah. is like, yeah, belts, they had, they're a useful tool, but. Do, I don't think a lot of people know how to use a belt correctly. Most, uh, most people don't know how to brace properly, okay. even without a belt. That's fair, yeah. So when you come in and you, you have a belt specifically, um, first off, we don't use a belt in here unless we go above our 80% of mm-hmm. whatever we're lifting. Mm-hmm. Um, we do that because we want to develop core strength through our squats. So if you brace, brace properly and learn how to brace, you mm-hmm. started building core strength because mm-hmm. you're, it's under a load. Well, and you're developing good habits from the beginning as well. Correct. Yeah. And so when you wear a belt, it gives you something 
to push into. That's why you wear a belt. Hmm. So if someone has a belt on, and let's say that we're max, they're maxing out for the first time. They come out in their sweet new belt, and it's pretty high. You usually get it up a little too high. You got to get the up by the diaphragm. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's probably up there because that's where they try to, to brace from. Mm-hmm. Everybody takes a breath in through the, through the chest, and their stomach is, like, sucked in. Mm-hmm. And, like, they go to squat, and they can't understand that you got to bring. They, and they bring, pass out. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> and um, Not that I've ever done that before. But. I've never flexed out. <laughs> when you take the, when you take, when you go to bracing, a lot of people have this um, issue if they take the air in through the lungs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't. You got to take the end. They want to do the Superman thing. It's habit. Yeah. You know, we're very shallow breathers. It's very, it's when you, you do marathon running or any, you get into that extreme sport of, you know, cardio, heavy things. They teach you how, teach you how to belly breathe. Uh, and a good example is watch a baby breathe when they're sitting there. Every breath, you see their stomach move. They, mm-hmm. um, they're taking all the air in through their nose it's going down into their diaphragm, and then it's exhaling. The lungs is just part of it, so diaphragm and lungs. But when we take the breath in through the stomach, in through a diaphragm, we inflate that with air, okay? Then we push out like you're trying to take a shit, okay? Literally, okay? Okay, yeah, I mean, no, was, and that's a good cue. Yeah, yeah. you have, and that's what I, that's, I use all the time. Like, hey, you know how to take shit? That's what you need to do with this. Big breath in. You push out, okay? Without a belt, you still can brace the diaphragm. When you have a belt, why we wear a belt, it gives us extra stability at heavier loads that our core cannot mm-hmm. support. Okay. Okay? So it gives us something to press into. So big breath in through the belly, you push into the belt. And the next big mistake is people only push in through the front. You have to push in 360 degrees. So it's front, side, and back. So, so it's not like trying to like act like you're nine months pregnant. It's just trying to expand. It is. I mean, you, but not only from the right, front. Only, yes. Yeah. If you don't push, so like I, I tell our people, when you're lifting weight, okay, weight will find the weakest point in your body, okay? okay? So if you are bracing only through the front of the you know, abdominal wall mm-hmm. and not the back, when you go and you go to stand up and you're not pushing through the lower lumbar, it's going to round mm-hmm. because it's going to find that weakness. Okay. You have to maintain. Be- is it because you're using exerting so much force forward. towards anteriorly? You're, yeah, you're, okay. and you're not, you're not bracing back or on the side. So it's going to find that weakness, okay? okay? But along with that said, you still need added core strength and things like that. So it's having a strong core. You can get away with wearing a belt probably all the way up into your 90 95% pretty easily. Okay, so why not use a belt all the time? Because, yeah. I mean, okay, so you said during your training course, you coach them on how to proper uh, breathing techniques. Correct. Uh, proper use of, you know, expanding the abdomen. But then you mentioned earlier that you said you don't really use them until you get to 80, 90%. Anything above 80% that we squat in here mm-hmm. or clean snatch, you really don't need it. We don't even, I tell people they don't, you don't need it for a snatch because your max snatch is only probably 60% of your clean. Mm-hmm. You don't need a belt for your 60% clean. It's a mindset. That's why you'll see a lot of Olympic lifters, they don't wear a belt in the mm-hmm. snatch. They don't have to have it. They're not under that extreme amount of load like a clean. Yeah, and then one day you said something, you know, again, those knowledge bombs you always drop on me. You said, you told me that uh, you're not going to snatch more than you can overhead squat. No. And I'm like, okay, that makes you, sense. Yeah, <laughs> you will overhead squat your max snatch for multiple reps. Yeah. It's just, it's just, just the ma- it yeah, the math of it. And people are like, what? Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, but it, it gives people confidence that, 
they, whatever whatever they can get under, they can stand they up. They can stand up. As yeah. long as it's locked out properly, you, you've done the technique. Okay, so but, why not use it before you get to that 80 90%? Like I said, you want to build the strength in the abdominal wall. Mm-hmm. So to build core strength, we do core exercises. When you put your, uh, your midline under stress mm-hmm. and you're squatting, you're, you're bracing and it's building stability into that, the, the midline. So, mm-hmm. um, there's a good exercise to load people's systems, uh, in weightlifting specifically where they'll take a back squat and they'll load it to 150, 200% of their one rep max. Okay. They'll unrack it, step back and they'll mm-hmm. hold it for X amount of time. It loads your central nervous system. Okay. If you're coming up on a max out week. But also, it does take quite a bit of strength in the midline to support. Just to maintain that. Yes, okay. absolutely. Especially in the erectors of the back. And you're bracing. You know, you can't just walk it out and just think you're chill. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. You can't be it. loose standing there because you're going to hurt yourself. If your back squat is 350 pounds, you know, you're still, you're doubling that. You know, you're, you're taking a load out onto your back and it's loading the system. But at the same time, when you squat under a load without a belt, you still start building that core strength. And it's all awesome because... You know, I've even pushed for people not to wear lifters or knee wraps in mm-hmm. here if they don't need it. Don't use what you don't need. Not everybody needs needs lifters. And we did it. We did a um, um, when was that camp? It was like a seven rep. It was over the summer. There's Jenna. She's figuring out how to use the microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like <laughs> a seven rep max with no belt, no nothing, no gear. Just no, no gear. gear. Naked. Yes. Yeah. Naked. Definitely yeah, we not were naked. All naked. <laughs> We were just naked, squatting, well, seven reps. Raw. Ah. I, I guess yeah. is what, yeah. So yeah. we ran not, a... Not ran, raw. <laughs> raw. <laughs> I had a kid, um, <laughs> Chris, who uh, I've talked about on the show a couple of times. He came up from Virginia to work out. Um, so he drove about seven, six, seven and a half hours. So had people come in um, for two days. We ran, it was pretty tough uh, programming and the camp was pretty tough. And uh, it was long, about what four hours? Yeah, I had heat exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, this place does get hot in the Not summertime. Like yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but uh, so, what was unique about this was I had it all scripted out, but I only released one element at a time. So they did not know what was coming the rest of the, of the day. Mm-hmm. So, meaning they couldn't prepare. Like, let's say they had a hard Metcon and they know next is a hard Metcon. And then next thing you know, they're they're cutting short. Okay, they're they conserving energy. Coming. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But so they we. So what we did was, we had people who had come in, and then I told them that we were doing a seven rep max back squat. Okay, I right? think you told me about yeah. this. Yeah. So when we got when we did that, then most refer- what is that one? Oh, you're that dead. monkey you're done. Oh. That's the seventeen percenter, yeah. Snorts and giggles is on his way out. There he is. <laughs> but um, so what we did was when we did seven rep max, we ended up taking and um, told them that it was coming. But then once everybody got all their stuff on, and then I told them it had to be no gear. So psychologically, they're already messed up. They're mm-hmm. used to squatting and lifters. They're used to using knee wraps. They're mm-hmm. used to using a belt. Here's what's unique: it's people was doing 90% of their one rep max, mm-hmm. which is usually a three rep mm-hmm. for seven reps, no gear, mm-hmm. no nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. They're able to lift more 
without the stuff that they use every single day. It changed their mindset even in here. Now, they'll, most of the time, they'll try to lift without lifters, without belts, without knee wraps. It's Just because. Yeah, just be, it is just yeah. because. You don't need it. You don't have to have it. If you have extreme uh, dorsiflexion issues and mobilities in the ankles mm. and you need a higher heel, yeah. yes, lifters are huge. But you can find that out in class. Mm. You don't have to have lifters just to clean, do a clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you can't squat without keeping your heels on the ground because of ankle mobility. Yeah, we need to work on that. We need to work on that. Instead of, like, pacifying it by using these accessory pieces. But we can give that, say, hey, I recommend some lifters. We got to still work on that, Mm. but then try to keep them off of it. Does it mean you shouldn't or don't have to use them? No, but I think that, once again, it's it's not a necessity, Mm -hmm. as people think. So... We kind of covered the belts thing, and then so, but you mentioned also several times the the lifters. Now the the wrist wraps I can understand. So maybe can you talk a little bit about lifters and what the benefit is for using them, or why people use them? As long as you have a flat shoe, you should be okay. Surface area is what we're worried about. You wear a running shoe, a trainer. You know, a lot of time that toe is kind of hiked up mm-hmm. on the end, and it's not flat. We need to keep our toe flat to the ground. Okay. Surface area is huge. When we're, especially when we're doing lifting. So we're talking surface area, like the bottom of, of the shoe itself? Of the, of the entire foot. Okay. Right? So if you ever see someone do cleans, maybe you guys do that. If you do a clean and you're, you're, doing, you're getting into the second pool and your toes come off come the, ground, the ground yeah. and you only have, you know, two-thirds of your foot pushing through the floor, you're missing that one-third of actual force that you can create through surface area. Surface area is huge. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny, but it sucks. All my shoes, I can have them for like two months. Uh, I wear a hole in my insole right where my big toe is. Because you're constantly Push, driving through there. It's okay. freak, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but all my shoes will have that damn hole in that insole because you have to keep driving that big toe. Well, I mean, ground. they're showing consistency, though. Yeah, I guess. Maybe I should start <laughs> hanging them up as, like, photos. Like, <laughs> like, like war trophies. <laughs> yes, yeah. right. But, no. So, yeah, we want the fir- full surface area. And as far as the lifter, it lifts the heel, okay, obviously. So if you, you have bad flexion in your ankles, dorsiflexion Meaning specifically. Meaning you can't extend your foot out. Yeah, so when we squat, obviously our knees start pressing towards our toes. doesn't mean they go over our toes, mm-hmm. but it goes towards, it takes flexion in the ankle, dorsiflexion. Some people don't have that. Or it could be calf mobility. Those are two huge things. So if you elevate the heel, it allows more room um, to squat Okay. because your heel is elevated. It doesn't require as much flexion. And then... Do you see any particular? Plus, it looks sweet, <laughs> which is the most important. Like <laughs> true, true. Like a dude comes out with all this gear and he's like, "Oh my god, he's going to snatch three hundred and fifteen pounds," <laughs> and then like all of a sudden he's like struggling with one fifteen, <laughs> but he looks sweet. You don't even care anymore. Like, dude, you, your shit's on point. Stop making fun of me, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, when you talked about the uh, the angle, does now there's certain types of lifters out there. I've seen like. You're starting to see a CrossFit lifter now, which is not as aggressive versus a traditional lifter as far as the angle. Is it is one? I mean, does it really matter, or, or is a lifter a lifter? I don't know. I don't. I don't. You have a question? <laughs> Somebody said I see some people do barefoot too. Does that make a big difference? Barefoot, Bare- yeah. So you'll see that mostly, like on a, a one rep max deadlift or yeah. a max deadlift. I have what, seen that. Yeah. You see a lot of deadlift, and why is that? Because and here's another. That's actually kind of. It's pretty cool. Who said that? Rick. So, yeah, that's actually a really cool question because uh, something that's a pet peeve of mine, I see people max out their deadlifts and their lifters. lifters, Yeah, that's kind of counterproductive, right? Yes, it is because people will go barefoot because they don't want that one inch of extra pull. 
right? So if you think about a, a, a deficit deadlift, you see people standing on plates mm-hmm. and then doing deadlifts, you're just adding to that deficit. So people will go barefoot. Um, look at like Brian Shaw and all those extreme lifters. Mm-hmm. When they're pulling that stuff, they're barefoot, mm-hmm. okay? Because they don't want to pull an extra inch of that first pull because the first pull, that initial off the ground mm-hmm. is very challenging. So people will go barefoot on that, for that purpose. But another pr- a way you can do, do barefoot is people like Jenna who have, um, they don't have arches. So a way you can build those is, it's, it's no joke, mm-hmm. you, to build the arch strength. No, arch, Melissa's the same way. Yeah, yeah, to build that arch strength because um, Jenna, when Jenna squats, her, her feet will kind of come in because she has no support. Mm-hmm. So that's another way you can help build it, but yeah. Now, do you see certain types of athletes coming from other areas of sport that have more challenges with the ankle mobility than than others? Not like you would think. I, you would think um, soccer players, basketball, um, but it really mobility is like it's not prejudiced to anything. <laughs> like it, it hates mm-hmm. all sorts of people. Well, but what about men versus women? Because I know m- women tend to wear shoes that kind of put their foot in that flex position whether it be heels or a pump or something like that, do you notice any... Is that, and, why, and, and is that of, why you don't have ankle mobility? Yeah, like, pumps? No, 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 <laughs> no. no. The house. Yeah. <laughs> only, hey, only when he... <laughs> only when he DJs at the mask. <laughs> hey, they have good drinks on Thursdays. Um, okay. so, so that doesn't... Uh, the footwear that someone normally wears doesn't have an impact on that. And I'm not being sexist no. or anything. I, just, I, that, I thought that was a legitimate question because, you know... Women wear shoes, you know, that have lifts in them. I honestly, so. I really don't know. Okay, <laughs> but I don't think so. I, um, I really ankle and like dorsiflexion isn't really a huge issue as much as uh, front rack position uh, for men. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know the, the front rack that looks like that. Yeah, the T Rex rack. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, you're gonna love thrusters, bro. Yeah, like, but then you have a brand new uh, female athlete who's never done CrossFit or anything before. She comes in, you're like, okay, get you know. Get your elbows as high as you can. And she's as, like, you yeah, know. licking them <laughs> like this. Yeah. yeah. And this dude's beside her like, what the, f- <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, you can't even get out of this position. If you yeah. go back like two degrees, their shoulders are going to dislocate. But I'd say that's more common than I see personally, mm-hmm. uh, with any type of flexion issues in the ankles. Um, and, and all, it sucks though. Cause once you get, once your ankles and your dorsiflexion is kind of messed up, it's a pretty tedious process to break up that stuff and that mm-hmm. getting that flexion. But, um, more than anything, I see tight calves, um, uh, more common than anything, which you can attest to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I put Mo through the old barbell smash yeah. and, um, he didn't enjoy it. Yeah. I was, I hadn't even lifted any weights yet and bro put the barbell. He was sweating. <laughs> yeah. I was sweating. I had like sweat angels on the mats. Just from him Two rolling out in. my calves, yeah, that was uncomfortable. It's so, so. funny because, like, people when I first get this uh, barbell smash on their calf, they're like, you know, they get down, they're like, well, you know, it ain't gonna be bad. And I put that thing on there, and next thing they're reaching back and yeah. they're cupping the the barbell, <laughs> trying to like <laughs> lift up yeah. on it. If you haven't done it before, uh, we'll do a video and we'll put it on YouTube. We'll vi- we'll video mo. Uh, yeah, and I guess I'll volunteer to be the victim well we'll we'll do me you know, and then we'll do somebody like jenna who does it routinely so you can see the difference it's stupid hers yeah. is so pliable. she uses she uses the the barbell shaft oh and really? it goes like to, i think it goes to the bone oh yeah mo you would like your yeah. achilles might snap i'd pass <laughs> out yeah so with last piece on this ankle mobility um what else can you do to try and improve your ankle mobility i mean i, I we're talking about lifters but 
obviously ankle mobility is a key issue here. Yeah. What can you do uh, to try and help improve that? I mean, there's there's a hundred million things out there. You know, I follow a couple people. I don't follow a lot of people uh, on Instagram as far as like athletes or um, you're, you're, like I don't get into the oh I gotta follow Froney and I gotta follow Frazier. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't even follow Frazier. I don't think. But I don't. I don't get into just that. one more rep podcast. Seven five clothing. DJJ Dingo and uh, Fisher Photography. Yeah, uh, not the last one. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> she does half ass work. Wow. <laughs> Hashtag picks by bro. And, uh, <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> but um, I uh, a couple things I, I think you can really um, barbell physio, um, okay. lose strength, and um, move you official. Those are the top three mm. things. That yeah, I, I see a lot of real useful sixty-second pract- snippets it's, from it's them. It's practical yeah. stuff, and um, they're always they're they're reaffirming what I already know, and also putting new spins on what I know. And I like Move You Official um, because they they're funny as hell. But yeah, um, but you remember it though because their videos are funny. They're funny, but I tell you, they do some their 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 content and quality is extremely good. Uh, so is Barbell Physio, but the what I like about Move You is a lot of people think that if you're immobile, then you do mobility, okay, and then once it's better, then you, you stop. stop. They're you they're they're it. very keen on mobility. Only creates a window of opportunity to improve your immobility. Mm-hmm. So meaning, I barbell smash Mo right, and he gets relief and he has some more mobility in that calf. I'm doing him a disservice if I smash it and then don't stretch it. Okay. I got to smash the tissue and elongate it. When I smash it, it breaks up that tissue that's bound, and then I can elongate it. And then now we're going to have – we need to fix the issue and mm-hmm. not just temporarily fix the issue with mobility. But mobility gives you a, a window to fix it okay. and address it. Same with needling and, you know. Just, just like not a one-and-done thing. Just like Eric said when yeah. we had him on. So, but yeah, as far as that, there's a ton of stuff out there. Those three guys I named, look them up. Their, their content is prime. Sweet. Anything else you want to close up with before we get to these questions for the, as far as using a, yeah, don't get married yeah. to, don't get married lifters. to equipment. Yeah. I think there's sometimes where, you know, um, I've PR'd my clean and nanos mm-hmm. untied, mm-hmm. no belt or with a belt, mm-hmm. um, no knee sleeves or with knee sleeves. Um, but there's a time to where. I'll be doing my warm-ups and, like, say I'm really tight and I'm lacking position, mm-hmm. then I'll throw my lifters on. Okay. Know that you don't have to do it. But don't like anything, don't get married to it. If you have an issue, uh, try to figure it out. If you don't know how to brace, talk to your coach, mm-hmm. okay? If you are doing a squat and your ass is shooting. Yeah, stripper booty. If it's, yeah. like, here and it's, like. If, if your shoulders are touching your knees, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, not a good squat position. Your core is, is weak and you're not bracing. Mm-hmm. And if you're one of those people, do it right now. Take a deep breath in. If you're taking it through your chest, you're doing it wrong. It should be put your hand on your belly, bring the air through your nose, puff the old belly out like, you know, you're bloated as shit, mm-hmm. and then you, you, you push out like you're Push out to, like you're taking a dump. Yeah, yeah, like the big massive dump of a 450-pound back, yeah, back squat <laughs> dump. <laughs> Just don't blow your butthole out because that <laughs> might hurt. <laughs> what did I tell you today? Like, who was talking about blowing their butthole out? <laughs> What she said, yeah. <laughs> I said, <laughs> that's one thing I said. You can piss on my floor. Mm-hmm. You can uh, sweat on my floor, but I draw the line when you start blowing your buttholes yeah. out on my floor. Right? I, I'd say, as an owner and a coach, I, I'd yeah. probably draw the line. I am not picking well. up people's butthole. Yeah. 
All right, Jenna. <laughs> we got any questions? Um, not really. Brittany said new view is why I bought eighty seven pillows for sleep. Hmm. Yeah, it was Oh yeah, the sleep the sleep yeah, angel. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite videos. Also, um there's gonna be a clothing line, a bro and mo clothing line through seven five clothing. <laughs> is it gonna be the stick figures? Sebastian wants yes. boxer briefs of your guys' face. And I said, Little do you know I have socks with bro's face. Oh dude, I just had the picture. Uh, I don't you don't have the socks? No, um our our clothing line, we better have the damn Guns just blazing, <laughs> stick figures, and um, Wally. Big I need biceps, a, small calves. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I can't help it. It's genetics. <laughs> but uh, Wally, I need a red bandana though, like around my stick figure head. That's fine. He can watch it later. Yeah. Poop happens. It does. Poo poo does happen. All right. So, huh? Oh yeah, I did call her out. Like, sorry, Britt. <laughs> so everybody knows that you about shit yourself. <laughs> Hey, it's all it's all in the pursuit of gain. I've pooped my pants, Mo. We've yeah, you already, told me the yeah. blueberry yeah, story. Blue, yeah. I've done a blueberry. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's take a question that we uh, had an audio question. Uh, I, th- I don't think you'd be able to hear it at home, but uh, I'll go ahead and play it. But you'll just give you another reason to listen to the podcast and download it as soon as it gets up there. So okay, this is Tara Hewitt. Um, I have two questions for both Brody and Mo. Uh, the first question is. Do you have a moment that sticks out to you more than any other moment or a favorite moment, proudest moment um, since becoming CrossFit coaches and why that particular memory um, sticks out to you the most? So this is from Tara Hewitt. And if you couldn't hear it, the question was, if we had a particular CrossFit moment that sticks out out to us the most as like owners or coaches, so... You go first. Uh, you always ask the question, so. I think <coughs> as a coach, and I, and I can't identify. As an owner, because he's not an owner because yet. Because I'm not an owner. Yeah, so, yeah. In case you guys haven't figured out in 53 <laughs> freaking episodes, Mo doesn't own a gym yet, but yeah, he's about to. Yeah, during my, my coaching lifespan, I, 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 don't, I can't pinpoint one moment, but just all the people saying thank you. You know, just, uh, hey, thanks for helping me with this. You know, thanks for yelling at me, or thanks for giving me this small cue. Yeah. Those things are just cool. You know, the one of those, uh, I'm one of those guys that judges my success off of other people's success, okay. the people that have been around me. So, I mean, I'm not taking credit for what they did. Sounds like it. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> But just for them to take the time, you know, to say thank you. Yeah. That, I think that's, you know, across the, that, that window has been, you know, one of the, those peak moments. And there'd be multiple of them, so. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, you know, as a, a coach or owner, you never expect to be, you never expect anything out of anybody as far as them to say thank you or how much they appreciate mm-hmm. you or things like that. So when someone takes the time out, you know, I've had a couple of people that have sent me some really awesome messages and they hit home. It's almost like they almost know I needed to hear something because <laughs> I was about to freaking start walking in a place with an AK 47, two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, um, but no, you get, you get really, uh, when you're on the grind and you're constantly on the grind mm. and if you've never been on that and be on that for 24 seven for however many years it can, it will chip away at you a little bit. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, always try to refocus, but you know, my, I guess my biggest memory is just, um, it's a, it's a, it's memories. It's, it's starting. Um, I look around every time we are in here, I still do it. 
uh, when these the, all these walls weren't painted, mm-hmm. all the stuff was just a mess. All the freaking all the soot up here, yeah. you know. But I think seeing the not only the growth of you know the paint is cool and the mm-hmm. equipment's cool, but it's um, it's the amount of work that our members put into this place mm-hmm. and call, to call it their own. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we we are owners, but in my opinion. Everybody owns this gym. Has ownership of the gym. Because they have taken ownership of the gym because of all the work they do. I don't don't like to ask for help. It's always been like that. Not because I don't want your help. It's because I don't want to burden you with my responsibilities. So I've gotten better about that (laughs) through, like, force. And um, But I'm glad that I opened my eyes to that because when people get to take ownership and they invest their time, like when we just had that total, that big remodel is, you know, 13, 14 hours. It was a long there day. There are people here all day. Yeah, we had fi- over 50 people show up. That was pretty cool. And I think that's my biggest memory is that. And then we just had our um, Christmas party. And I just got done uh, doing uh, deep frying turkeys. Finally got my food. And I'm sitting at the weights kind of away from everybody. And everybody's in a huge circle. Mm-hmm. I think we had like 60-some people here. <clears throat> and just hearing everybody laugh. That was really big to me, hearing everybody laugh and have a good time, all mm. the conversations I was hearing. For as much pain as they go through in this building to hear <laughs> yeah, some to laughter. Laugh. <laughs> yeah. Levana wasn't laughing today. <laughs> and, uh, no, it was not. But I think those are huge to me in the fact that it makes you just kind of work out cool, PRing's cool, mm. but for them to be able to share something that um, started from really an idea. With two members. Yeah. yeah. And to to where it is now that's what i take pride in yeah and then she's got a second part to her question and then on the flip side of that do you each have a personal crossfit journey moment that sticks out to you the most that you are the most proud of yourself or that was your favorite crossfit moment in your own journey not related to being an owner or training anybody but you know your own personal victory um and why it's a tough one thanks all right so the second part to that question was uh that she asked is do we have a personal crossfit moment um that we saw as a victory during our crossfit journeys you know what was it and why i don't have one because we got these questions she wasn't gonna be able to tune in yeah because she's her daughter has something yeah uh, yeah it was tough thanks for sending the question we appreciate it absolutely um Personal, um, you know, we do the Arnold every year, and <clears throat> I think which the Arnold, uh, for those that don't know, it's a probably one of the largest competitions held in uh, Ohio. I'd well, it's say. definitely the biggest in Ohio, and it it's in conjunction with the. And it should be a part of the CrossFit. <laughs> it should be part of the sixteen, <laughs> <laughs> according to Brandon, but um, it's a. Uh, it's held every year in conjunction with the Arnold Fitness Expo, mm-hmm. which Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which so have, what, over 100,000 people that go through it's that. It's something ridiculous. It's over three days three long. Days. Um, it takes up four or five sections of the uh, Columbus Convention Center. Which is pretty it's pretty massive. And you guys will be participating in that with three, three full teams. Yeah, three teams this year. From the R gym. And, and I'll be announcing the online portion again. So Yeah, hopefully it gives us props this year. <laughs> Last year you didn't say anything. Nobody really looking forward any, yeah. to uh, working again with don't, Dude Pool. Don't just let that slide. I, I get props <laughs> to everyone. 
Yeah, Jenna, that was it. Jenna crushed it. Jenna crushed it. Oh, Kara crushed it. Well, where's everybody else? Damn you, Mo. What the hell? No, I'm kidding. No, uh, definitely a huge venue. I think to yeah. me is every year that we do the Arnold, it, it's been awesome, I guess, uh, from this competitive side, since that's what this is about. Um, from the first year we did it, we finished 21st, and that was like five years ago. We finished 21st, mm-hmm. and we missed the cut by one point mm-hmm. of making finals. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. It really does. And, uh, but what it was cool was the, the fire that it lit to everybody. Mm-hmm. It literally was a huge spark and, um, and we've not missed final since we, mm-hmm. we, we finished top five, two times, six, one time. And I think we finished like eighth cause mm-hmm. there was assault bikes that we had for the first time. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was not cool. Yeah. You guys had never <clears throat> trained on them. So, and literally two weeks later, as I was saying, four. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shortly um, after that, you guys had assault bikes but in the gym. to see our personal growth as a team. And I think I pride ourselves on that is that we all compete together. Mm-hmm. I think to me, that is my personal CrossFit experiences, how much we've grown as a team, how well we communicate, communicate, communicate as a team Mm -hmm. and now it's i think it's really cool that we get to send three full rx teams to the arnold all from our gym and they're each team is six members yeah so we have yeah yeah. and and there's no divisions it's just yeah you sign up and you lift or pull or push whatever's in front of you because when we started man we were we were really pressed to even put one team together Mm -hmm. that could fulfill that could meet those requirements yeah and then we end up sending two the last two years and then well, actually, we actually can only send one because of it started on Friday. But, oh, okay. Yeah, I do so, remember you Friday, talking Saturday, about that. Yeah. yeah. But then this year is cool. We get send three. Sweet. That's pretty good. What about good. you, bro? Yeah. For me, um, I'm going to say it's probably in the fall of 2010, I completed a 3K, or sorry, a 5K ruck march with the full pack. Now, That's a ruck no march. Joke is uh, something where you, you 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 carry a full combat load for this one. I think it was uh, – they, they, cut, they cut it down to, like, 45 pounds. And you don't, basically – Don't – no. Mo <laughs> always does this shit. <laughs> it's not just 45 pounds. You put 50 pounds on and you walk a 5K. And even if you're on even terrain, it's not cool. Mm-hmm. That crushes your lower back. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You can have the best ruck. It's, it's just – it's so different in what it does. Yeah. You can't take full – like, full strides. You can't – it's just totally different. Mm-hmm. So don't say it's not just 45 so, pounds. Put a midget on your back and walk. And, and that's what people have told me. <laughs> and you, so you're, you're in full military uniform and you have a, and it's not, and it's not a, and it's not a favorable backpack. You know, you just have a backpack a pack with 45 pounds of weight in it. And it was a 5k. And the reason, and that might not sound like a lot in terms of a 5k, but that was the first time after. And if you've listened to the first show, you have me, uh, mentioned briefly that I had both my hips replaced and that was the first time that I ever convinced myself I was strong enough to do it because I was so scared to run let alone with a midget on my back (laughs) and it was because of CrossFit that I had gained that confidence yeah to even consider doing something like that and like that first that first kilometer like I was trying to hold back the tears because I was scared and I was excited like all these emotions, like this is shit my surgeon told me to never do. And, you know, I'm the hot stove kind of guy. We love those doctors. Yeah, we love them. <laughs> Don't punch them in the face. Punch them right in the face. <laughs> but that was the first time I gave myself permission to test my limits. And I didn't die. And I finished. 
when your hips didn't pop out. My hips didn't pop out, and I didn't finish last. Which is, you know, I think this is real critical too. Like when you get like a hip or knee replacement, usually you're in your 60s plus, and it's literally you're going to have these until you die. Yeah, I was 37, I think, 36 or 37. Because they don't last forever, and they tell you not to jump and do all this the stuff that you can and cannot do, knee replacement, hip replacement. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying you should, but I also don't think you should sell your life short Mm -hmm. and listen to these guys. Because in all honesty, even if he took perfect care of his hips, he's going to have to have them probably redone at one point Mm -hmm. anyways. So, like, live your damn life. Go snowboarding. And yeah, um, I, I still do. <laughs> and, yeah, and do the ruck march, you know. It's and then and then when you suck at Fran, you just say, "Oh, it's my hips, yeah. <laughs> my, my hips. <laughs> Those hips held me back." <laughs> it's titanium. You know how hard yeah. it is to do a burpee yeah, or, or a pull up with titanium yeah. legs. It's like a, I was I was telling Melissa one day I'm going to make a collage of doing me doing all the things that I'm not supposed to do and sending it to my surgeon for Christmas. Do it. And here's what it will do. I'll dress up dress up as Santa and I'm going to punch him in his face. <laughs> Merry effing Christmas. <laughs> like, right in the face. This is from Mo. And then I'm going to give him your collage. What's up? Um, okay, so Anna had a question about your opinion on bands versus no bands for, yeah. like, pull-ups. Like, Oh, yeah, this is a good topic. You're going to get me fired up, Anna. What? What are you pointing at? Hi. Facebook. What's up? Bands, no bands. Yeah. Just like anything else, it's a tool, but you can't get married to it. Um, I'm just not, I'm going to answer this shit. Mo's yeah, already got it. Uh, I mean, you don't have to always do them with bands. You can do pull, you can do jumping. Excuse me. Negative. Um, that was actually what helped me improve my pull-ups was negative pull-ups. I had some uh, random, random guy tell me one day, he was like, dude, you know, just work on your negatives. I was like, what are you talking about? He said, just hold yourself as long as you can and just slowly let yourself down. I was like, that's not going to do shit. But I mean, it helped. Technically, it, it does. Yeah, it does work. Well, but if but I'm that dude on the hang glider, that I, <laughs> video that I posted, oh <laughs> that, that absolutely will help. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you know, I am. Um, here's my problem is uh, going starting CrossFit and going through a couple of gyms and the gyms I've been to, they. Six months later, the the person's on the same damn band. band. Yeah. They're sitting there flopping around like they're basically doing one fingered pull ups, and it's, it comes down to a lazy ass coach, and um, because they they're they're not a, actually I'm not going to give them that honor. They're not a coach. They're a babysitter at that point because they're not coaching them. If they're coaching them, they'd be like, "Holy, sh- you're crazy!" Because I tell people in here, I was like, "If I see you doing one arm pull ups, I'm going to cut your band off mid pull up." <laughs> I do. What? Yeah. One arm pull-ups. If it's that easy, you okay. know what I mean? If they're trying to sh- like sandbag that much, I'm okay. gonna make you drop like a sandbag. Like speaking of sandbaggings, yeah, Aaron Janetti sent us a text about a mess about an episode we'll have coming up yeah. soon. But um, so I definitely think uh I'll give you a good example. Bar muscle ups. We do banded bar muscle ups in here all day. All that stupid ass progression, and if you do it, I'm sorry, of getting a box underneath a pull-up bar. And you going down and doing a jumping bar muscle up, congratulations. You're good at a standing on a box and, and jumping on. jumping pull ups. That's yeah. all it's going to get you good at. Mm-hmm. What's the hardest part about bar muscle up? It's a, the damn kip. For me, it's that damn inner ear piece because I've never done any sport where I have to be cognizant of my body in space. So once I started doing those banded bar muscle ups, it helped me understand when to do that kipping motion because, like, 
I, you know, I, I didn't do gymnastics as a kid. You know, I, I've never, I've never, aside from, well, wrestling, if you're upside down, you're losing. But I've never been to a sport where I've been upside down or on my back or anything like that. So it was yeah. kind of weird. So all these gymnastics moves, ring muscle ups, bar muscle ups, anything like that, it's always been, I don't get it. Like my brain just doesn't make, get that click. But, it, but incorporating that banded bar muscle up, it helped me understand like when I needed to get those hips up and push my head through that window because I just it, I just didn't get it. And it, for as many times as people try to tell me what to do, I just couldn't get it. You know, it's hard to get until you can't until you can feel it. Yeah. Right. So, but doing the bands, I think bands are great. I think where people tools, I've heard some, especially in, I've heard some Columbus gyms where they'll say, um, you're not doing banded pull-ups. Like if you want, we're going to do ring rows and then we'll get you strong. That one, we'll do pull-ups. I'm like, well, shit, man. Like, so I, I'm going to do ring rows for six months. Mm-hmm. What if I don't have them six months? What am I going to do then? Right. That's my next progression. Because I'm going to tell you straight up, bro, when your heels are attached to the bottom of the damn floor, okay, and you're holding yourself in a ring, you're not develop any sort of grip strength. Where do people fail? Your heavier people fail is when they have to hold themselves on their a damn bar, weight, yeah. their body weight. So how do you get better at that? We use the bands to assist, right? Now, we, when here, we, we get away from two black, if two black bands, if, if it's beyond that, we... 99% of the time we'll go to a ring row until we develop the, the bicep strength to pull yourself up. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with the um, bands, the black band is the thickest one. Mm-hmm. It's probably about like a one-to-one ratio. I'm not going to put 52 bands on there. Like <laughs> I got looks fucking... like the little thing, like the girls used to play in elementary school where they, have... <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine like, okay, so I got five black bands on my left foot and, <laughs> Four black bands on my right foot, and then... You're going to get launched through the ceiling. Bro, and, like, I still can't get one. (laughs) Yeah, we need to develop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then definitely we're going to ring rows. But uh, use bands as a training tool. Those are huge. You can develop really good strength. And I'll give you an example. There's times where I've had even our top athletes will have to ban strict chest-to-bar pull-ups because Mm -hmm. we have 100 of them. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't give Jenna a a blue band... And maybe even to a green, through she's not going to do a hundred strict chest to bar pull ups in the time needed, mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. So even for your top athletes, you use it for a, a training tool, and that is to develop strength. And bands can be used to develop actual strength. Mm-hmm. The problem, the problem we have with bands is when you allow them to do the bar muscle up for you. Meaning, I do three or four kips, and I stretch that band out to like you're, you're touching 40, the ground with yeah, it, yeah, forty two feet <laughs> where it would launch a fucking cow up. <laughs> Over top of this pull-up rig, like, like you can't. This is too much. Like, there's a point in time where you can't yeah. just like you can't like, uh, kip, mm, kip yeah. is like. I'm like, my god, they're gonna shoot through my ceiling. Yeah. Like, so at the same time, I will go and I'll uh, call it discipline. I'll take. I'm like, okay, here, let's stop. Mm-hmm. I'll take the say they're doing a green and blue band. I'll slip the blue band off. I'm like, give me a bar muscle up. And nine times out of 10, they're hitting their chest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause they can't pull down to the belly button. Mm-hmm. Cause they've been relying on that second, on band. that, on that, on, not on the second band, how much force they're creating. Oh, by doing those by, rocking. Okay. Yeah. By how much they're driving down into the band and allow it to do the bar muscle up for them instead not of that pulling portion, allowing okay. it to be an assistant of, I can do a kip 
when I pull down, I'm not strong enough for my lats, or mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't have the timing yet mm-hmm. to get the bar to belly button height so I can snap over. What you got? Um, okay. Is it about the cow? No. <laughs> no cows were Well, harmed. and uh, Instagram, <laughs> yeah, we'll probably have to reset here in a second, so oh, okay. we're about to come up on an hour. Okay. Um, yeah, don't let that mess up, Jenna. You got one job. What? <laughs> so you don't even know your job. Oh, for Instagram? Yeah. Okay. This one's from Brittany McCormick, and it says, I feel like I'm on, like, a talk show. <laughs> Hi, this, this one. Okay. Uh, That's why I told you, Mo, not to give her a mic. <laughs> okay. You guys talked about getting the hell out of your own way, but where do you begin to change that? What are some tips to change your mentality from giving up on yourself to believing in yourself? Boom. Good question. Yeah. Um, you just got to do it. Like, like I don't know, if, Brittany, if you heard that part where I was talking about the the ruck. Uh, I was scared. Um, even up until the day that the ruck happened, I sat in my car in the parking lot doubting myself, scared. Like, I was no shit scared. Um, and people started, you know, walking past my car, and I saw <clears throat> a couple people that I knew there waved at me, so I'm like, well, fuck, they know I'm here now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. I can't leave. I can't leave. It's like walking into a CrossFit gym and then looking at the workout and trying to walk out. Like, you are, you're like, bro. I, I, I tried you, to do that yesterday. You, you can't do it. Like, I seen you. I will go out and I'll lay in front of your car. Yeah. And you'll still run me over. Yeah, you just got to do it. I mean, and, and I've seen Brit progress as a, you know, again, I don't belong to Bro's Gym, but I come here and I DJ a lot of his events and I spend a lot of time here. But I've seen all of his athletes progress because um, I just spend a lot of time watching you guys from up here while you're suffering down there, you know, on the competition floor. And even watching you, I've seen a lot of progression because I've worked out with you. I think I've actually worked out with you once here. Yeah. And um, I remember that last comp you did. That was your first comp, wasn't it? Brittany's. Yeah. Yep. And no, no, remembering how I saw you when I first met you versus what I saw that last competition, like you've, you've done the work, you've made progress. You just need to get out of your own head, dude. Like for real. I miss. <laughs> Mic drop. Koozie dropping. Koozie dropping. I think, um, I'll give you an example. Today's workout at our gym was a complete mental test. Uh, it was 120 dual dumbbell thrusters for time, mm-hmm. but and every minute on the minute, starting with minute zero, you had to do six burpee over the dumbbells. Mm-hmm. With the remaining time of that minute, that's when you could do your thrusters. Mm-hmm. They're the first mile, But there was another key element. Yeah, they didn't know the time count. <laughs> <laughs> it was undetermined, undetermined amount of time. Hashtag. So here, here's what's up. So you get you get a workout. You have a you have the task, which is completing 120 uh, dumbbell thrusters at 50 35 mm-hmm. dual, um, and the required time. But you don't have a time. So how can you set your pace? You can't pace. Oh. 53 episodes, and you still can't figure that out. <laughs> so you can't you can't set your pace right. So now you don't know how to do it. You come out too high. You don't know if this is, is this fifteen. Is it seven minutes, minutes? or is this is it until, seventy minutes? Or is yeah. it, yes, you don't know. So you come out. You can't. Can you crush your first set of burpees? Try to snag twenty dumbbell thrusts in that first minute. Well, that's cool. You still have hundred left. <laughs> like, how much time is? How much time do I actually have? Like, congratulations on getting twenty dumbbell thrusters. But here, here's the point. So getting out of your own way. Had a person today, um, literally, and this is this is in all honesty. Says, hey, bro. 
I'm not trying to bitch out. But what if you can't? <laughs> yeah. This is in the middle of the world. It's a legitimate question. I'm not yeah. trying to bitch out, but what if you l- literally can't do uh, the six burpees and then get any dumbbell thrusters? Okay, this is about seven minutes in. Okay, uh, around that. And, that and that's a real conversation. And I said, you can. You can do six burpees. And you can do a dumbbell thruster. I know you can. Okay. And I said, you're not being a bitch, but prove to yourself that you can do mm-hmm. it. And what he did the next round, what he did, he did six burpees and he did one dumbbell thruster. Set it down. I said, each thruster that you do today, and I, I told this in the, in the, before the workout, each thruster you do today, you earn that thruster. Mm-hmm. So be happy with it. And you'd be like, oh, it's only six du- uh, burpee or the dumbbells. But actually, how much was it total? 120, what? 150. Uh, 150, 150 yeah. It was 150 burpees because it's 25 minutes. Okay. Over so you're doing a dumbbell. 150 burpees yeah. over two dumbbells and 120 thrusters is what you had to, that you were doing. If you, if you finished it. Yeah. yeah. So you're doing 150 burpees or dumbbells regardless. regardless yeah. Plus however many dumbbell thrusters you can do. So each one you get, take pride in that. Mm-hmm. And he had to get out of his own way. He literally was having that conversation with himself and then with Seven me. minutes in, yeah. Or whatever the time was. I could be wrong on the time. And you know what he did? He, I think he, won, he took one more round off in between that time and the end mm-hmm. where he just, he Composed was, he was literally yeah. going to go back to back to burpees. Yeah. Then every round after that, he was able to get yeah, at, at least mi- one. At least, but he, I seen him doing doubles and then sometimes a triple after that. So to answer her question, you just have to convince yourself to shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. Like literally, you come in here every day, you bust your ass every day. And that person specifically, I know her uh, from our gym, they bust their ass. She busts her ass so much. But our mind will limit to what we can actually do. Mm-hmm. But our body is freaking ready. And Jenna's another prime example of that her body is night. When it's time to go, it's, t- it's, she's, it's ready. It's her mind mm-hmm. that you have to just get it out of the way. And she was laser focused today, she said. <laughs> <laughs> she she was, may or may not yeah. have yelled that at Brody today. She, yeah, she's laser focused. But that's what it has to be. Get out of your own way. Trust that the work that you put in here on a daily basis mm-hmm. is going to get you through days like today. And I think, I think it was last episode you said, just give me your hundred percent, whatever your hundred percent is, just give it for to that me. for that for day. that day. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be. Like, you don't have to be top on the leaderboard. You don't have to be top on the leaderboard. You don't have to hit a PR lift. You can mm-hmm. hit your ninety five percent. You just don't have a max out lift. But you, if you give me your all and you listen and you take to the coaching, yeah. you will improve greatly. And that's all I could ever ask, and I will ever ask. Yeah. How's Instagram? We. You reset? Yeah. You got any more questions? Nope. All right. Well, before we wrap, well, you got anything else before we shut this one down? No, I think, uh, is, From what? a live audience member. You have a question? Oh, we're not taking live, we're not taking live audience no, member I questions there. Was... There's a microphone. Okay. <laughs> this, this is Levana, ladies Levana. and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. She's got Actually, her a friend up. that I was discussing the workout with. He made a comment to me, and he was like, what if you just can't give your 100% and 80s all you got? He goes, like, sometimes you just don't feel like giving 100%. So but you just give and, the, and this is that same argument we have with Pat. Your 100% is your 100%. Well, and wait, I get what she's saying. <laughs> yeah, but like Levana, if, you, if you want to throttle back, is no, that what, what he's saying? What she's saying, or? the key word is, what if you don't feel like it? Mm-hmm. That's your choice. Yeah. And that's what yeah. this workout was made. You made a choice. And that's what I told everybody. Today, you will make a choice. And sometimes, let's say, un- under other circumstances, uh, I would say, hey, if you cannot get 
the six burpees in under 30 seconds, we're going to take you back to four, okay? But today's purpose, and like yesterday, we did calorie bike buy-in. And you, sometimes we cut the calories back because uh, shorter people and people who aren't able to hit the calories, we don't want to lose the integrity of the workout. Mm-hmm. Different, different. I mixed it up. You're hitting. If you want to get to that last portion, you're hitting every calorie. I don't mm-hmm. care how long. If it takes you the full seven minutes, you're hitting every damn calorie on that bike to get onto the next movement. And you're doing all that movement yeah. to get on the next. You're going to earn what, yeah. and what it does is get you out of this mentality of, well, what if I don't feel like it? Well, that's fine. If you don't feel like it. You're going to be doing uh, six burpees. You're still going to be doing 100. <laughs> You're doing six burpees every minute on a minute for whatever. I, I don't give a shit what you want to do. But yeah. as a coach, you can't allow that. No, no. Levana had a checkout moment. I walked up to her today. I said, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just done, dude. <laughs> this is like a minute 13. I'm just done, dude. And she didn't know the time. Yeah. I said, well, you're not done. I said, you can do a thruster. She's like, I'm just done, dude. <laughs> like, prove to yourself that you can do it. And now she was joking. She said, well, what if you don't want to prove to yourself that you can do it? <laughs> Which is a legitimate question. I've, I've known Levana for about 10 years now, and that's a typical Levana answer. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and my, my response to something like that is, if you want to allow yourself... but I just sometimes don't feel like I'm, I can do it. It's just like, I'm trying, but I feel like I'm going to fucking die. Did you do it? And you're telling me to keep going. But did you do it? But yeah, then bro comes and gets in your fucking face and is like, get down on the ground and do it. And then you're going to do a thruster after your six burpees. And I'm like, Oh my God. (laughs) But I did end up doing eight more. Exactly. There you go. And here's the thing. So, but I didn't, but I, me, I really like, I was, it's not even like I was trying to sandbag it or I just really did not. You checked out. Yeah. I checked out. I was just like, I I, want to sit down right now, but there's too many people looking at me. (laughs) So I'm just going to stand here instead. So understand this. This is exactly what this is about. When, when she, her friend says this, you know, what if I, you don't feel like you want, you feel like giving 80% that day. And if you have a coach, just like the with the bands, you're gonna have a coach that allows you to do that. That's on the coach. And we've talked a lot about coaching. You want to go to a gym that coaches you? Do you want to go to a gym that babysits you? What the hell are you paying for? What are you paying all this money for? Do you are you improving as an athlete? Are you getting what you need from your coaches and that gym? If you're not getting what you need and what you're uh, what you should be getting from coaching and improving, and you want that, then seek so, seek elsewhere. And that's just the way it is. If you are okay with being babysat, not progressing, just going in there and talking to people, hey, man, you can spend your money however you want. But what we hear from most people is they want to they be, want to be pushed. They want yeah. to be, they want, people want to be coached. <clears throat> what the hell else are you paying for? Yeah. We've talked about you're not paying for a social experience. That's just a side effect of what CrossFit Secondary is. Impact, yep. CrossFit is about getting you in the best physical shape of your life, okay, getting you off the stupid-ass meds that these doctors mm-hmm. just hand out like greasy cups. <laughs> and um, also getting people to get out of pe- mindsets like Levana had today and what her friend had today of, you know what, I just don't feel like getting up off the couch or I don't feel like giving my 100% or, mm. oh, I am giving my 100%. And that was bullshit on her end. And I called her out on her bullshit and the fact that she said, I, don't, I just can't do it anymore, but she proved that she did it eight other times that she could do exactly what she said she couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was surprised because, you know, I do trust Brody to listen to him. So I was proud of myself afterwards. And that's, and yeah, that's what it's I about. mean, and, and you were here. 
You know, right. like I said, getting here is the, is the hardest part. You might as well just do the workout. She was proud of herself afterwards. You were proud of yourself after you did the the, the, ruck, goat, yeah. the ruck. And that's what is a, if you get the hell out of your own way, like Brittany was talking about, you don't even know what the hell you, you can Capable, accomplish. Because yeah. what if what if Mo didn't If I just see, stayed in that car. If, and- if he didn't see people see him. What if he... <laughs> What if he did? If people didn't see Mo and he didn't see them see him, would he have left? Like, would you have felt you wouldn't have felt good about? Oh, that I absolutely would have felt horrible. But yeah, but I, but you know, that's the shit that keeps me up. Yeah. Like I beat myself up. Like, you know, you're in a workout. You're like, you're literally, you are giving your hundred percent to where if you're, you're either going to collapse from going doing another rep or whatever. And then right after the workout, like five minutes after, you're like. Man, I could have done so much better. I could have, I could have done this. I could, but in the moment, you physically don't have the fitness to. There's a difference of not having the fitness to achieve X, and then to be like, dude, I can't do another one, mm-hmm. and that's bullcrap. Because we're not even halfway through the workout. I've seen what it looks like when you can't do another one, and you're laying on your back and you're breathing grossly through your chest, and mm-hmm. you're about to vomit. Yeah. Like that's. I can't say, hey, Lavana, get your ass up. You got like eight more in you. I know this looks really <laughs> unsafe, but you should get up and do more. <laughs> you got this, bro. <laughs> Brandon, what you got? Hey, Mo. Hey, bro. Oh, Motel. hey, guy. Hey, What's going on? Longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> so, back to your equipment question when you guys were talking about belts, and there's all kinds of different belts out there. You've got your leather belts, your nylon belts, and then yeah. you've got the different type of brackets you've got your buckles your ratchets mm. and your velcro which one would you guys look at well i would say first off like what can you afford <coughs> you know what's in your budget because just because you don't need a four dollar belt if you can't afford a four dollar belt now granted if it's especially $4, if you don't know how to brace yeah especially if you don't know how to use it correctly um i've i've used i used leather like back in high school but i know what the hell i was doing mm-hmm. um I've used those, uh, the ratchet ones, you know, like the ski bindings. Loved it, but the one I had broke. And when I went to get another one, the company went out of business, which kind of sucks. So right now I have a Velcro one, and um, it worked. You know, it does what I need it to do. I think the thing is, <clears throat> if you're going to go leather, why do people use leather? Well, first, the buckle, the belt doesn't move. So Velcro wears out, or you could be a mid squat and it pops off because you been putting off for like three months not buying a $25 belt again or, or you might have gained some weight <laughs> or gained some weight but you know that's why you have the other the the holes in the the leather belt the leather belt also obviously is um is there's no give to it i can see sometimes nylon is going to stretch out um but my personal opinion go with the velcro nylon they're cheap they definitely um they definitely work um but you do have to kind of you'll have to buy one maybe every other year but if they're twenty five bucks in in two years, you have to buy two. Yeah, it's, uh, Up, upgrade I'm, I'm upgrade no, for the sparklies too. I'm no mathematician, but, <laughs> I'm no mathematician. But, but I think that's pretty pretty cheap. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's what's funny is like I get on the affiliate forums, people bitch about their. What do you do about the ropes shedding? Oh my god, it's so bad. I'm like, buy another rope. Spend one hundred twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> You've had it for four years. <laughs> How much are you trying to get out of this thing? Like literally, what, what is the life expectancy <laughs> of a rope? Yeah, <laughs> you got people climbing up and down it. Like, but actually, not even one hundred twenty. I think you're like eighty or ninety bucks. Like, buy another rope. Like, yeah, you're really bitching. You have two hundred fifty members, <laughs> and you're trying to save pennies on a damn a different rope. Like, go buy one. But no, I've seen people. Uh, Garen, who's uh, deployed right now, he's 
He's got his grandpa's grandpa's leather belt that he uses, and uh, yeah. it, it's pretty cool. He won't lift anything out out of it. But the downfall is you're doing a mat con, and you have a let's say you have a heavy clean, and then you're going to a burpee over the bar. You're gonna um, take the belt off. The for belt, sure. Belt's yeah. coming off for the leather, but Velcro you can do a quick change and loosen it, and it stays intact. Or another yeah. one is, let's say we have ring muscle-ups and then we're going to a heavy dead, mm-hmm. uh, then you can have the belt already on. You'll have to take the time to put it on. Yeah. You got any more questions? All right. Well, before we get out of here, um, can you come up here, Jenna? Me? Yeah, you. God. <clears throat> is this where you initiate her and sh- shave her eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> just, just one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, just wanted to give you guys some Christmas presents and say... This is a dick move. Thanks for... What the heck, Mo? Everything. Merry Christmas. So, I don't even know what it is. It's not like a glitter bomb. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's not a glitter bomb, I promise. Freaking Mo gets us. You don't even say, hey, let's do Christmas. You just, no. like, that's okay. I'll get you. It's $5,000. <laughs> it's upside down as well. Dang, I'm going to be blinging. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> Dang, dude. Got to show them to all the cameras. Oh. You're welcome. You, you deserve it. I mean, honestly, I'd rather shave her eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> just one. And for those of you just listening, you have to now watch the video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to message Angie and tell her to tell everybody in the gym not to buy this for you. Who sent, someone sent this to me, dude. That's so- yeah, when they sent it to you, I, I mentioned, <laughs> little, I, I, yes, I was like, was. do not buy that for him. Do oh not buy God. that for him. Broke off the red-nosed gang deer, gangs yeah. deer. That's pretty epic, dude. And the person that told me about that is also the person that made that list of the 100 bro names, so. Oh, who he's, is it? He's in your corner, man. Oh, it's a he. Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll tell you that down. much. I'll tell you that much. Oh, he just slipped. <laughs> Thanks to, thanks to um, Brandon and 70% most slipped. Yeah, damn it, damn it. Uh, he, he tried to play that off, though. <laughs> tried to give you that much. No, you slipped, bro. That's what happened. I did, I did. Damn, 70% beers. That's awesome. Thanks, uh, brother. Oh, uh, no. Absolutely, dude. So, yeah. Uh, but I, did, I do have something to add. I want to tell you that this, it's been a year. Been, uh, we're actually, you know, we fit more episodes in a year than you're there are weeks. Yeah, yeah. That's how awesome we are. Um. It's funny. We sit up here in this little black table, uh, and uh, actually, this is exactly where I was when Mo messaged me, and I thought I was had my feet propped up on this table programming, and um, you know, you're thinking about starting a podcast. That's how this all started, literally. I mean, Mo probably had this in his head a little bit, but uh, for me, that's how it all started. First, I was like anti, like who the hell wants to listen to me? Um, I still don't know who really wants to listen to me. I think you just do it out of default now, but. Um, uh, Brandon, I got yeah, one Brandon, listener. Yeah. Thank you. And um, but no, what what this has done is, it's allowed us to meet a lot, a of, lot people, of a lot of people, yeah, and talk to people I never would have talked to. Same okay? here. It's pretty sweet. Um, them to share open to be open to share their experiences with me is definitely a, a positive in my life. Um, that um, they trust either one of us uh, with some stories. You know, we got the one, um, especially the one that was sent about his friends and PTSD. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, it's pretty personal. Yeah, it's pretty close to home right there. And we've had, I've, we've had other personal things shared with us and experiences and, um, to watch this kind of progress to where it's at, you know, we were just talking, you know, we're, 
we're getting around 250 downloads pretty easily per, yeah, episode, per episode in a in, week in one week yeah which <clears> is <throat> not over time because we people are behind yeah but um and we just hit what 4000 4000 over a 3 month period uh, we just hit 17k about a week ago slowly creeping up to 18 48 countries yeah so and those numbers are kind of you know, we still don't know what they mean, <laughs> but uh, what we do know is it's still trending up, mm-hmm. right? So we're not downtrending. We're trending up. The three-month average is going up, yeah. and that's critical because, you know, even though we we initially we were just talking down there on the boxes that we were happy if we just if both got of eat, our gyms, both of our yeah gyms actually listened to it. It's really cool that it's progressed from that, yeah. and without people who listening and. I don't even know who watched. I don't care who watches. I appreciate whoever did mm-hmm. and whoever, who, if you, even if you couldn't, mm-hmm. it's just the reality of it. It's a one day, one time. Meg, you should have woke up though. I'm just <laughs> Set that alarm. All right. So for this week's call to action, uh, be a good human this holiday season. Um, open a door, uh, let someone in front of you in traffic, et cetera. Um, oh, just do. You have to. No, it's uh, just be a good human, man, because. The tra- I'm cool with that, but like letting someone in front of me in traffic is like, that's <laughs> where I might draw the line. Like where I, where you blowing out your buttholes on my gym floor, letting someone in front of me. Traffic, yeah. <laughs> that might be, that might be asking too much. Okay, so we'll just open a door. Okay. Open I, a door. I can do that. Okay. Only if um, they're old. Because uh, you never know, uh, someone could have you be having a bad day and you just making a small gesture of human kindness like that could really make someone's day. Um. Next episode will be on the 8th of January. And also, like I said, we're having that uh, best of 2018. So if you have a moment that uh, you really liked about one of our episodes, uh, message us directly. Tell us what episode. Tell us what time it is. And we'll try and incorporate it into our best of episode. Before we go, this is where usually I'd be like, <laughs> and you'd be, but what about Megs that she sent us? Are we oh, doing that tonight? No, we'll do that another time because it's. We, we could spend a long time okay. answering that question. So, But uh, for the questions that we didn't get to tonight, we're going to inclu- include those in the, there goes the 17%. In the what? We're going to include those <laughs> in the best of 2018. And yes, there will be a 2018, so year two will be coming up. Uh, yeah, calm I, down, I, Tara Hughes. Yeah, Tara was a little worried and about it. I was it. worried too, guys. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. First, that was the first question. I was like, hey, Mo, can you come down here, Jenna? Come on. And first I was like, what's going on with this podcast? Are, are we doing it next year? And he's like... Why would I buy a $400 headset <laughs> if I wasn't doing a podcast? I was like, I don't fucking know, Mo. Maybe because you want a $400 headset. Like, that doesn't answer my question. <laughs> like, I asked you a straight up question. You said you answered it. You just said you bought, why would I buy a $400 headset? I don't know, because you maybe had extra money. <laughs> All right. That brings this week's episode too close. I'm choked out. <laughs> I'm mowing them out. See ya. Thank you for listening to the One More Rip Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rip Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. phone.